This episode of Nomad Athlete Radio is brought to you by Mushroom Cups. These guys infused coffee with mushrooms, and the result is quite remarkable. I I did the Go Sharp kind this morning, and I feel no jitters, and I've been running around all morning with no coffee crash from a single packet. Check out their website and learn more about the mushrooms that they're using and the process behind it. Go to mushroomcups.com and use code NOMEAT10 to save 10% at checkout. That's mushroomcups.com and use code NOMEAT10. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to No Meat Athlete Radio. Matt, you have you have a birthday right near Christmas. I sure do. Day after. Day after. Wow, it's right near Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my daughter's birthday is December 16th, so we've been celebrating her birthday for the past or last weekend for you know for the past little while and um mm-hmm. and christmas is coming up and i just have this like fear that she's gonna think december is all about giving her gifts <laughs> right. <laughs> right. because it's like it's just kind of like two weeks of non-stop especially with all the grandparents and everything yeah did you did you grow up just thinking that december was all about gifts you know i i kind of did uh we didn't do a whole lot of like sequential things like that. I mean, not sequential, but like throughout the whole month. But definitely Christmas Day, mm-hmm. we'd go to the grandparents, we'd do our own, we'd do the other grandparents, and then everyone, it'd be bedtime and everyone was done the presents except for me because I still had a whole day that was just mine. <laughs> and then we'd kind of go get gifts from everybody again. Uh, and by the end, I had, I'd always have my fill of gifts. So uh, yeah, I did. But you know what? I attribute that to my, to my uh, enjoyment of the holiday season these days. Hmm. So I don't think, I mean, I guess you got to handle it carefully with a kid, but I honestly think even without a Christmas birthday, uh, it's the, I don't know, people just give so many gifts these days and maybe they always have, but to me with the kids, it's a parent now. Hey, it's now that I'm a parent, mm-hmm. it's a parent. See that, Doug? Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that I'm a parent, it's a parent that there are lots and lots of presents that are given by all the different relatives and... I don't know. We just kind of have to sort of temper it all with like reminding them that this is not just about presence. And I don't know. And we've even tried to scale back a little bit what we do. Just I don't yeah, know. it's it's not good when they're crying at the end of the day because there's no more presents. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, we had that. So like, her birthday was on a Monday, and we had a bunch of family in town over the weekend. We had a little a little get together, family get together for a little party, um, and. Uh, the next night, so the party was Saturday, and she'd just been getting stuff all weekend with the family there. It's just like all weekend stuff and cake and everything. And and so Sunday night, we were trying to get her to bed after everybody had left, and she just had this total meltdown because she wanted another present. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, like, God, we were raising this kid, a just greedy little kid. <laughs> it kind of feels gross, too. I don't know. Like, I, I that's not, not something I ever felt as a kid, but like, especially mm-hmm. as I see like grandparents spending a lot of money and like, Nice yeah. clothes and video games. Uh-huh. And at the end of the day, you just realize how much dollars just came in. And it's like very questionable the value. I mean, of course, I appreciate gifts from everyone who, to my kids. But like, you, especially like with the whole minimalist thing and the KonMari and this appreciation for things that aren't things, it, it feels sort of weird to, to have all that stuff. And I'm obviously grateful to, to be in that position, right? To feel mm-hmm. that there's too much. Uh, totally. But yeah, but I definitely get it, and I think I think this is important. I think it's I think it's very good to be to be mindful of that for sure. Yeah, yeah. We had to uh, 
before before last weekend, before we had the family in town, anticipating a bunch of Christmas or birthday and then Christmas gifts, we had to we had her go through the room and like we had to make a big pile of donated things she wanted toys she wanted to get rid of. But of course she didn't want to get rid of any of them, right? Like they're her toys. But we had to make room for all these new toys, and that's like I don't know. I mean, like you said, I'm wildly grateful for right, right. loving family who who want to, to you know treat my daughter but uh it's it's so ridiculous you know she doesn't need a ton of stuff yeah i know and you can't really i mean plenty of people do but it's hard to say please don't give gifts this year we're not doing that we're doing something different because because i mean the grandparents really like to give the gifts right Mm -hmm. it's really fun for them too totally it's it's just as much for them as it is for there's not plenty of other people besides grandparents we're not i'm not singling out you know my parents (laughs) yeah right 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 (laughs) but uh yeah, so I don't know. It I just be balance, be a good sport. Yeah. It's just yeah. I'm really struggling with that this year. So <laughs> yeah. that's what's up. But that's only uh, one month know. out of the year. It's less than it's 10 true. Of the year. That is kinda nice. <laughs> that is kinda nice. Get it over with in ten days. Nine that's days. Anyway, uh well and then after Merry that, Christmas. On to New Year's. Oh. And then on to New Year's, yeah. And then on to New Year's, which uh I mean Christmas is fun to talk about every year on our podcast, but uh but New Year's is is more topical because people start thinking mm-hmm. about wanting to change, and right. uh, and it's I've always said it's my favorite holiday. It it really is one of it definitely is one of the highlights of the year for me. It's just just really really fun. It's, even as I get older, it still is. Uh, just to think about the next year in this in this, just sort of being letting yourself be kind of naive, like oh it's a new year, this is gonna be totally different. I'm gonna make things amazing this year. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's fun to think that way, and I think it's healthy to think that way if you if you do it right. So uh, I like it, and that's partly why we chose the episode we did today to replay, um, just because it's Engine Two is it was it's been around forever. It was it, I think I, one time I looked for some reason, and it was published like a month after the first Nomad Athlete blog post came out. So it's kind of really yeah, and it became an instant bestseller, uh, New York Times bestseller, and continued to be for years and years the original in- Engine Two Diet book. Um, so it it has kind of, it's. It's been something that sort of has always been there that for me to kind of look up to is like, wow, it'd be great to do something like like they have done. Uh, so it's just kind of always, it's been interesting that it, that it was just timed that way. Um, so I've always looked up to it and and them. Um, have gotten the chance to hang out with Rip and Jane. I got to go play poker with Rip in his basement during my first book. No, sorry, it wasn't his basement. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was his basement. Uh, it was in somebody's <laughs> basement and, and Rip was yeah. there. It was like his Engine 2 team. Uh, because he, I, I just kind of got in touch with him randomly and he invited me and Matt Rusigno, the co-author to come speak at Whole Foods headquarters, uh, in Austin, Texas, uh, in front of him and like his, his engine two team and many other Whole Foods people. And that was really cool. And it, it like, it was kind of, a added after the book tour had already begun. I think it got added in. So it was a really nice kind of surprise thing. And then, uh, ended up with, with playing poker and drinking a beer and with Rip in the basement. Uh, and that was fun. That was a good, good story. Yeah. And then I was in a cooking contest uh, where Jane was my partner, and I think we ended up winning or tying or something. But it was we didn't lose. I know that. So uh, I, I the know. way I remember the story, you dominated. Okay, that might be. I mean, there were several <laughs> of these competitions over the years. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, but just both very friendly people, and uh, I like them, and I love what they do for the movement. Engine Two is cool because it's it's when I am not eating well. And I think I got to eat better. That's the type of stuff I want to do is the engine two way. Mm. Um, it's, it's not as extreme as, I don't know, uh, 
and depending who you are, you may or may not think of this as extreme, but but Furman, McDougal, you know, kind of strict plans that, that say you, you cannot have this and this and this and this. Um, and they work, and they're really healthy for sure. To me, Engine 2 is just slightly easier to comply with because um, they have, you know, he'll have, there's barbecue sauce in, in, a, in a great tempeh tacos with, with uh, pineapple, Hawaiian barbecue tacos. You know, they just get barbecue sauce, and they'll say try to make it oil-free, uh, and there's no oil in any of their stuff, which is great. Uh, and we talk about that during this conversation. Um, but it's kind of the, like, it's the thing that Aaron and I do when we want to just start eating healthier again. We crack open the Engine 2 books. So that's what nice. uh, that's what they came on in their promotional tour of. It was the Engine 2 cookbook, which I think I think is the third Engine 2 book after uh, the Engine 2 diet. And then My Beef with Meat, which who, name, name of that got changed later to Plant Strong, I think. And then came along the Engine 2 cookbook. I, I think I'm missing one in there, the Seven Day Rescue Diet or something. There, is that like that's what we use it for? Seven Day Rescue, where you're like not eating well, and then you just want to kind of reset. Uh, oh yeah, there you go. So, yeah. Um, thought I had one more thing to say about Engine 2, but I am. Oh, I mean, a long time ago, Doug, you and I, I think early days of No Meat Radio, we had Rip on. Yeah. And he was episode 23. Person. Okay. Wow. Look at you. It's almost as if you have the page open in front of you of the first time we ran this episode yeah. and you found it. Uh, but anyway, he uh, he argued with us on uh, the small steps approach. That's right. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, he he said because uh, I mean, his whole thing is that he got this converted this firehouse in Austin where he was a fireman. By the way, he's also a former pro triathlete, which often gets overlooked when people talk about him um, because of all the work he's done with Engine Two. Um, oh, and we should also mention he's the son of Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn, who everybody knows from Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease and Force Over Knives and all that. Um, but anyway, um, Rip in particular came on our podcast, and his or sorry, and his thing with the firehouse was that he had said, "Look, try this plant-based diet or plant-strong diet." He probably called it, uh, and they all had really great results. Um, and that became the story of the Engine Two Diet. So his thing was when you just go for something all the way that you often get results really quickly and that those results are what keep you going. Fuel uh, you going, yeah. Yeah, and so we can't say that about this smaller steps method that we like to push because that's not about getting results at first. It's about instead preserving your willpower. Now, what I should do now is go and say, Rib, what happened to those people? How many of them stayed on the plant-based diet and how many went back? And I actually don't know the answer to that, um, but that would actually be a, a, a good question in that in that debate. We should call them up. Well, we should. We should have them on again just to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, oh, and most recently there's a little movie called The Game Changers that uh, Rip Esselstyn has has featured prominently in. I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. He so, has a nice nice feature in there. They kind of follow some some uh, firefighters. Yeah, and he was. I don't know if he was. I don't think he was executive producer, but he was something in the in the behind the scenes work as well. Mm. Yeah. So that's uh that's it that's a lot of information quickly but uh anything else to add before we before we jump to our interview after thanking our sponsor well i think we should say um this will be the last episode of the year mm-hmm. all right you know you know what i might do and i'm not gonna make any promises here this is gonna be a maybe okay i might uh not not do a new intro or anything but just kind of republish uh the in defense of new year's resolutions episode Ah, okay. right, right in New Year's. What do you think about Good. that? I like that idea. I love okay. New Year's. I like, and I like, I like sharing my ideas about New Year's. So I think that's a good idea. 
Okay, so there might be a there might be a little surprise in the feed next week, but I guess <laughs> what not a really surprise smart. it will be because uh, so <laughs> yeah. that you could just go back and find. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but but maybe you know it's like when you see Dumb and Dumber on TV. I, I have I could watch Dumb and Dumber anytime, but I don't. But it comes on my TV, and then I'm gonna. You're watch locked it. in. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. that's what we'll do with this one. <laughs> yeah, you know, bring it to the forefront of everyone's mind. Exactly. All right, good. But we'll be back. We'll be back at the, in the new year with a bunch of exciting episodes, and uh, we'll be hitting 300 pretty soon. Yes, so that's... we'll be going into the in, into our fourth hundred set of episodes, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's thank our sponsor, and then get to Rip and Jean. Matt, are you drinking a cup of coffee? I am not right now. I'm I'm still in Spain, so I had a tiny little cup of coffee this morning. One of the they call a coffee, but it's it's just a little, you know, that little espresso shot. Okay, I bet you're missing missing the mushroom cups. I didn't. Yeah, I brought some mushroom cups, but not enough. I'm looking forward to get back to the mushroom cups. There you go. Mushroom cups infuses high quality organic coffee with the functional benefits of mushrooms to deliver extended focus and clean energy without the jitters and crash effect of regular coffee. And Doug, it comes in a full size regular cup, not one of those little espresso cups. That's <laughs> you right. make it in one. You yeah. can go sharp with chanterelle and cordyceps, giving you an extra mushroom power when you need to stay on the go for hours. Or you can go fresh with chanterelle and chaga, which is energizing and great for long term immune system support. I'm out of going fresh. I've gone fresh too many times. And so, so I'm currently going sharp, uh, which is good because I woke up early this morning and had a, for, for a long run and, uh, or for a run. And I need, you know, I needed a little go sharp boost to get me through the day. Focused. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you need another go sharp boost. <laughs> I think, I think you're probably right about that. The product is organic, vegan with no additives or sugars and comes in eco-friendly, fully recyclable packaging. Shop and learn more at MushroomCups.com or on Amazon and in Erwin stores in L.A. And you can save 10% at MushroomCups.com or on Amazon by using the code NOMEAT10 at checkout. That's MushroomCups.com and use code NOMEAT10 at checkout. All right, Matt, let's get to the interview. All right. Hey, everyone. Matt Frazier here with two people who I am very proud to call friends of mine. Rip and Jane Esselstyn, authors of the new Engine 2 cookbook. I should say it's the new The Engine 2 Cookbook is the title of it. Uh, Follow-up, of course, to The Engine 2 Diet and uh, Plant Strong. And uh, great to have you guys both on here. Rip, you've been on before. Jane, you have not. And uh, I'm looking forward to having you both on at once. Oh, it's great to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us, uh, Matt. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, I love your guys' stuff, what you do. Uh, I love both of you. You're just, you, I've, I've done fun things with, with each of you now. Rip, you and I, uh, we hung out in Austin, played poker at, I don't know if it was your house or if it was uh, friends, but we played a poker game where I didn't, didn't fare too well. Um, but it was a, a great experience. And then Jane, you and I, I don't remember if we, I guess we were on the same team for a little while on, in one of these cooking competitions at the Remedy we were, uh, in Toronto. <laughs> yes, we were, we were on opposite teams. Uh, for the first round, and then we were partnered up for the second round. Right. I love that. We're, I love that we're doing these non-athletic events with you, Matt. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, right. No meat athlete <laughs> playing poker and cooking. Exactly. Well, Matt and Matt, uh, we, uh, along with poker, I also invited you to come to Whole Foods Global, and you gave a nice presentation to um, a bunch of Whole Food team members. 
uh, around the launch of your first book, The uh, No Meat Athlete. Yes, that's absolutely right. Funny how the poker is what stands out in my mind and uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the presentation at Whole Foods headquarters. It uh, is, isn't it? I love it. Yeah, I guess he tells you something about me and my and my addictions. <laughs> All right, so uh, so the book looks awesome. Um, actually, let's start with we. As I said, we've had Rip on before. I think people know Rip's story, and I'm gonna. We do want to talk about the Engine Two story. Um, actually, let's start there. Rip, why don't you why don't you jump in a little bit with just telling people the background of Engine Two, where the idea came from, uh, sort of a review of what we've talked about before, of course. Uh, and yeah. then Jane, I'd love for you just to kind of introduce yourself to the audience and let people know what, uh, what you're all about and, and how, how you got involved here. Okay. Yeah. So, Great. so the Genesis of engine two, it's called engine two because it, it started at uh, fire station two in Austin, Texas. And, and I was, uh, fortunate enough to be able to get a bunch of, you know, meat loving barbecue, uh, you know, barbecue snarfing, um, Texas firefighters to embrace uh, a plant-strong kind of lifestyle. And uh, we started this healthy eating revolution in the most unlikely place imaginable, a fire, a firehouse in Austin, Texas. And this was back in 2003. We started, uh, we started eating this way. And, uh, and then in 2000, 2007, 2008, I started writing the book, spent two years writing the book, did um, some extensive um, testing on 62 different guinea pigs uh, to just kind of test out how the diet worked for 28 days. Uh, and it was phenomenal. And, uh, and the Engine 2 diet book was born in February of 2009. Um, and then um, from there, uh, I did my follow-up book called Plant Strong. And then the follow-up book to that that came out a year ago, which is an accelerated, enhanced, super powerful program for maximum results in the shortest period of time called the engine two seven day rescue diet. And we've had uh, phenomenal results with that. So there you go. That's, that's <laughs> it in a healthy nutshell. Yeah. And I should add you, maybe you're being modest, but though, especially the first one, but I think the others as well have been tremendously successful. Uh, I believe the engine two diet was a number one New York times bestseller. And, uh, as I read in your, your publisher's little promo piece about the book, it says year after year included in the U.S. News and World Report's uh, annual rankings of the best diets, which is really cool that, that you know, with a diet uh, as, as kind of niche as our, as our vegan one, uh, you know, yeah. and especially, especially going a little further with Engine 2, right? You cut out uh, the oils and some of the extra salts and things like that. Um, you know, to have yeah. that reaching that, that mainstream success, I think, is, is amazing. Yeah, no, it, you're right. It, it is a little bit more... It's a little bit more nuanced and a little bit more refined. You know, we, we do, we're really careful with the, the amount of sugars, the amount of sodium. You know, we want to make sure it's just kind of naturally occurring fats. We don't want to use any added oils in the way of, you know, olive or sunflower, canola or coconut oil, you know. Um, and, of course, everything's got to be uh, 100% plant-based, right? That's right. So, uh, But anyway, which brings us to the, the latest cookbook and, and Jane. And so... Jane, who are you? <laughs> Matt, Matt, did you want to ask a question? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask exactly that question. I, th I think uh, I think most people have the I, the sense that you're kind of been involved behind the scenes with the other books because I think your name shows up in a lot of them, and I think you helped with the recipes. Um, exactly, but exactly. Who's, but yeah. who's Jane Edison? I want to know the I want to know the backstory. Well, I um, I feel like I've had the funny backstory all along because I have three brothers. And we have three, three brothers, you know, like imagine three of Rip and you just try and try. Anyway, so I, I, um, we have been eating 
with my family since my dad started eating no no meat, no dairy, no oil, no salt, no sugar, all this stuff way back in like 85. And, you know, we all just ate this way. And I started to just create my own recipes along with my mom and my dad and my brothers. And we all sort of just were making our way. So by the time Rip got this engine uh, to pitch in the early 2000s, he was working on that himself, and then he got it did such a good job, um, you know, being a bestseller. He invited me to come on board for his second book, which initially was called My Beef with Meat, but it's been yep. renamed Plant Strong. So I did the recipes section for that book, and it was a ton of fun. And we, you know, to get all our ideas down on paper, we've been doing this for so many decades. It was exciting to sort of uh, capture it, if you will. And then along came the seven day rescue and I did the recipe section with that. And, um, the engine two cookbook was a chance for us to really get the beauty of the recipe scene. Cause you know, the other books didn't have full color photography in with all the recipes, but this book does. And I'm telling you, Matt, like, as you know, the longer you eat this way and the more you eat, cook and eat this way, the better it gets. Um, also along the way, um, I live next door to my parents in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, my mom and I decided to do a follow-up book to my father's. My father's book is named Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. So my mom and I, you along with... You may have heard Rips- of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you may have heard of that. By Dr. Paul Will B. Esselstyn, Jr. Um, uh, he, my mom and I did a follow-up a book of, richest, of just recipes called The Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease Cookbook. And it was a riot to do that with my mom. I mean, she is the reason that they have made it for so long is she is so doggedly determined to make this work and have this be the way. Anyway, so she she sort of is a we call her a bully for good. She just like it's gonna be it's great, it's great, 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 great. She just onward, onward. So it was fun to work with her, and um, we continued to present stuff together, doing demos and. Um, she's such a unpredictable comet just whizzing around on stage <laughs> anyway. So I, uh, and Al, and, um, what has happened is the book with my mom and the whole concept behind prevent and reverse has, um, turned into a, a, uh, sort of a conference, but we can talk more about that later as, as your questions go on. So back to you, Matt. Sure. Great. Well, that's, that is uh, wonderful. And what I'm wondering next is, so this is the Engine 2 cookbook. I was leafing through it, and I was thinking, this is actually good for me. I need, I need to do this because, uh, as I mentioned to you guys earlier, I, my family just got back. from. We spent two weeks in Spain. Uh, the rest of the holidays, you know, we did did Christmas stuff here before then. Then we had relatives and friends in town. for. So, like, we're kind of just off the normal track of eating, and we're just trying to look look to get back on into the, the good way of eating that we usually do. Um, what I'm wondering, though, is – is that there's the engine two diet? There's the whole diet, and this is, you know, one might think the cookbook that goes with that diet. Do I or someone who picks up this book? Do we need to know a bunch of the rules and guidelines of the diet, or is it basically just take the food in this recipe, this new cookbook, and just eat as much of it as you want whenever you want, and that's the diet? That's a great. That's a great question. That's a great question. And um, the engine two diet. The, very, very basic guidelines, I always say, in, in my mind, are no meat, no dairy, no added oil, minimal salt, minimal sweet. So minimal, obviously, is not measurable. It's, it's you know, objective. And um, the seven-day rescue guidelines, which Rip has on the tip of his tongue, are really sort of the, um, 
I'd say almost like to, kind of a reboot, like get like where you are right now, post holiday, like seven day rescue would be a great thing for you to, you know, get yourself sort of cleaned up and, mm-hmm. and I, I hate the word detox, but you know, get re- sort of a reboot of getting back on the good program. And then this engine two cookbook is, um, our, su- our subtitle is really fun. The Engine 2 Cookbook, more than 130 lip-smacking, rib-sticking, body-slimming recipes to live plant strong. So that, within that, we've got, you know, I think you're going to feature the two-handed sloppy joe recipe. And there's some just delicious desserts. There's other great big one-bowl meals. There's really satisfying salads and a huge variety of dressings and on and on and on. So some things obviously have a little more, little more caloric density because they include some nuts in the sauce or the spread, or they have some avocado slices optional on the burger, veggie burger, or, oh, we have a great burger called the Yo Adrian Burger, um, <laughs> made by a great friend in uh, Philadelphia who took Rip to the Rocky statue and then fed him these burgers. Anyway, um, and I, I have some scones in the dessert section that I feed my kids who, I mean, my son is almost six foot seven and weighs 167. We just weighed him yesterday. And he swims about f- between three to five hours a day and li- lifts weights. And hmm. we need to get him to keep weight on. Right. So the scones, I call them stone scones because they're just so heavy with calories. They're made with oat flour, almond flour, and maple syrup and vanilla. And they're just, they are rib stick and good. But not everybody, not everybody exercises that much or needs that many calories. But he wants to get, <clears throat> pardon me, non-dairy <clears throat> calories. Yeah. So Rip, how, how would you describe it? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Matt, the, the seven-day rescue um, protocol is it's very tight, and uh, the Engine Two Cookbook kind of harkens a little bit more back to the original Engine Two diet, where we have looser guidelines, where we. You know, we allow tofu, we allow tempeh, uh, we allow, you know, a lot more avocado. We allow more different different variety of nuts. In the seven-day rescue, we only allow walnuts because they're the most anti-inflammatory kind of friendly nut that's out there. Mm-hmm. Out there in the cookbook, you know, we've got hazelnuts, we got almonds, we got cashews. We have a lot of different nuts that are out there. Um, so depending upon, you know, what your what your goals are, the cookbook appeals to everybody and you just if you're trying to if you're following the seven day rescue protocol then you just have to find the recipes that um that follow those guidelines or or omit the ingredients that um that you know you you shouldn't be you shouldn't be eating can you rip uh, can you run down really quickly that that guidelines like the the basics they're great they're great he can he can whip them off go rip uh, well, actually, Jill, it's, it's, I mean, Jane, Jane. <laughs> my, his, my wife is Jill and I get, I have Jill and I, have Jane and I get them all. It's crazy. But, uh, so the, the seven day rescue, uh, it is, um, wow. Um, you know, we're, we're only doing whole plant-based foods. We're not doing any of the, uh, overt, um, uh, fatty plant-based, uh, you know, in stuff like we're not doing olives. We're not, you know, we're not doing any of the nuts except for walnuts. We're really watching the, we're not doing any nut butters. Uh, we are doing all the fruits and vegetables, uh, and whole intact grains and, and obviously legumes that you like. We, uh, we work really careful with bread because it's so calorie dense. So we want to, if you're doing, if we're doing sandwiches, we want to make sure they're open faced 
sandwiches on the seven-day rescue, but we're really focusing in and honing in on the more calorie-light plant-based foods that allow people to you know, eat until they're comfortably full for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snack if they need to and still lose weight. And this is really targeting uh, an audience that needs to rescue their health. They're typically 25 to 100 and 150 pounds overweight. They've, you know, they're pre-diabetic, they're type 2 diabetic, they've got heart disease, autoimmune diseases, and so they need these tighter, more rigid guidelines. Gotcha. Good. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's that's something that I've really appreciated about the other books, actually, is that it, when I think when people think of whole food plant-based diets, uh, you know, we tend, most people tend to think about uh, things like your father's book, uh, Joel Furman's stuff, um, yeah. you know, Gregor's, I mean, things that are, that are, are pretty strict. And I know that the engine two stuff, you know, in, in the big scheme of things is probably considered pretty strict as a diet by most people. But to me, it like, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, you know, little leeway to have some things that are kind of good. Like my favorite recipe from, um, what is now plant strong. I believe this is where the book it's from is, uh, the Hawaiian barbecue tacos. And aren't those you know, fun? They're amazing. And they take 10 minutes to make and you, you know, five ingredients and it's just so easy to do. Um, but like a lot of, a lot of diets say, no, no, you can't have any barbecue sauce. That would be, that'd be way too much sugar and you know, whatever. But I think, I think it, the accessibility, um, makes it sustainable for a lot of people. And like, sure, if you're trying to just go to another level or if you need that seven day rescue, then, you know, maybe you'd stay away from things like barbecue sauce. But I just think that's, that's a huge part of the appeal for me. Um, so I think it's a really great idea. Just the idea that someone who wants a, a kind of New Year's kick in the pants might jump on Seven Day Rescue and, and just or follow those stricter guidelines using the Engine Two Cookbook. But after some amount of time, when they're at the point when they can comfortably, you know, feel healthy now and just kind of be in maintenance mode, um, uh-huh. you know, just kind of cook whatever you want from the Engine Two Cookbook. I yeah, no, you're exactly right, and it all depends upon what your what your goals are, right? Your health goals are, your weight goals are your athletic goals are, and, uh, and then you just kind of want to apply either the principles from the seven day rescue or the, as you said, the kind of the, the lighter, looser guidelines from, uh, from engine two or the engine two cookbook or plant strong. And how did you, how did you originally come up with those guidelines for engine two? Like, I mean, it's not an exact copy of preventing reverse heart disease. Cause that's, that's much stricter about right. no nuts. I mean, wh- where did you decide that these are? This is what's in, and this is what's out. So you mean for the seven day rescue? Program? No, I mean I mean more for just the engine two and, and basically what's in the engine two cookbook. Oh, oh, oh well, got, the heart yeah. the heart disease guidelines are my dad's hard and fast guidelines for people who have heart disease, and people oftentimes conflate the engine two guidelines and the preventive right. verse. They, well, because they basically are similar to the ones I said before, no meat, no dairy, no added oil, minimal salt, minimal sweet, boom, that's it. But within that, you can parse out, uh, you know, the, the no nuts thing and the da-da-da-da for my dad's program. And so what Engine 2 is, is honestly what we have as a family eaten since, I don't know, for decades. We do not have heart disease. And we're not um, even hedging towards it because we don't eat avocados and nuts at every meal or in every bite by any, by any stretch. It, um, just, you know, again, like I said earlier in as a, as a topping, like a little bit of avocado here or a little bit of nut in the sauce over there. Um, so it is, 
it's funny that you chose those those uh, tacos to as an example because those are delicious. But honestly, they're so like um, like exciting and like barbecue sauce and pineapple and just yeah. alive that I wouldn't want to have those every day. That's kind of like a party food. Yeah. Because, you know, we mostly eat big bowls of food, like a, a huge section in our in the engine to cookbook and the majority of the seven day rescue is build your own bowl grains greens beans and some shazam some flavor some spark on top that's what's gonna it's the easiest how it's how we have survived doing this for decades so yeah, like like for example like we got the indian spiced basmati rice bowl there's the de- deserted island soba noodle bowl there's a uh, green lightning the, bowl is my favorite green, yeah the fabulous faro oh. bowl like who who hasn't had faro? A lot of people probably haven't tried faro. It's an amazing kind of hearty um, grain that everybody should try. We have a southwestern. Do you call, do you call it faro or faro, Matt? What do you call it? You know, I've never known. I always read it, and I never know if I <laughs> faro doesn't quit you, right? Because that's an Egyptian king or whatever. Faro. faro. I call faro. I don't. Yeah, faro. I don't know. Faro, faro. There you whatever, go. whatever, whatever suits your fancy. I think is fine there. Um, but you know. Uh, we got like Jane. Jane said earlier, we got this this Yo Adrian burger that is a uh, it's a plant strong burger that will just knock your socks off. We have epic brats. Like, where can you find a super clean uh, plant strong hot dog that's out there? You can't. Everything's filled with pea protein isolates, soy protein concentrates, isolates. It's like a yeah. Franken dog or a Franken burger. This is made with like whole. Uh, whole gra- grain, whole vegetables, whole everything. It's so amazing. Um, so I saw those. I'm very curious to check those out. Yeah, to go. They're great. And yeah. kale, yeah, kale chips. Oh, the best dessert, which again is a rare, rich thing to have. Bear scat. <laughs> yep, just like what you see when you're on those long runs. That's right. What do you see on those long runs? Is that considered vegan? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Uh, good all right so um i'm guessing i mean most people here listening to this are on board with uh the no animal products that's that's kind of a given if you're listening to no made athlete radio the oil thing is something that i've kind of personally been back and forth on just as i go in out of different phases where i'm focusing a lot on health and then sometimes where i really want to just focus on cooking really authentic you know sort of italian food whatever then i'll put oil back in and then i always start feeling bad about it and i try to edge it out of my diet again um what what do you say to people who are listening to this and will say, okay, I'm on board with the animal thing, but I just can't I just can't imagine giving up oil. What uh, how would you recommend doing it, and yeah. and what's the best reason to do it? Well, I think it's I, Jane. Let me take a first stab at this. So I think it's super simple, Matt, and I think everybody in your audience would agree that white sugar is an empty calorie, right? And has it's not yep. truly a, a, a healthy food. So white sugar to put it in perspective, is 50 calories a tablespoon. Whereas any oil, it doesn't matter if it's canola oil, olive oil, uh, coconut oil, 120 calories a tablespoon. It's actually the most concentrated source of calories and malnutrition on the planet. It's, it doesn't have, and the reason I say that is because it's a nutritional black hole of nothingness. There's nothing of benefit in there. It doesn't have any fiber, no water, no phytonutrients, no antioxidants. I mean, as athletes, right? What do you want to be consuming by the, the boatload? You want to be consuming phytonutrients and antioxidants to mitigate oxidative stress, to basically neutralize those free radicals that build up as we exercise. 
And the best way to do that is with all these things. You're not going to get that in you know this tablespoon of olive oil or coconut oil. You're not going to get any vitamins. You're not going to get any minerals. You're not going to get any fiber. And so these things are sorely lacking in these in the most processed refined product on the planet, which is any kind of oil. So we want to get our fats, Matt, from whole plant-based foods. Get your corn oil from corn. Get your soybean oil from edamame. Get your olive oil from olives. Get your you know walnut oil from some walnuts. Uh, and it's that simple. And now you're getting all the benefits that naturally accrue with uh, and that are occurring in those whole food ingredients. Yeah, love and, that. I mean, those to me, those are those are the big reasons, along with the arterial inflammation. But the, yeah. the caloric density one for me is probably when you just look at that chart of caloric, you know, calories per pound of of common foods, yeah. and you see oil coming in at whatever it is, four thousand calories. When when fruits and vegetables and beans and nuts and seeds are all in the two, three, four hundred range, it's like it's this insanely different food yeah, that it, almost it, isn't it a food. Wins, it wins the Olympics of highest calories. Like it wins <laughs> right. the Olympics. Like right. gold medal given to oil. Yep. And then a lot of athletes will, will of course say, well, well, I'm an athlete, so I can use the calories or I need the calories. But I think the argument there is that, that the calories aren't good because they're calories. They're good because they bring all this nutrition with them. And as, as you've just pointed out, there's really not that much nutrition with oil. Well, and, and the thing is, you know, for some reason, a lot of athletes have this attitude that if the engine burns hot enough, you can burn it off, right? But it doesn't work that way. I mean, you're, you're eating putting down that oil, you're, if you're an athlete and you think you can eat meat, right, you're still uh, laying down these little plaque formations, you're, you know, your cells, you're laying down the beginnings of potentially, you know, insulin, insulin resistance, uh, you know, whatever you're doing uh, to initiate uh, any potential dormant tumor and cancer cells that are there. Uh, so, yeah, you, you cannot uh, burn off uh, a crappy diet and crappy food. Right. Can I tap in here, you guys? Go for it. Um, just to go to sort of the, the um, what my father often talks about, and this is not to do with heart disease necessarily, but Dr. Vogel from the University of Maryland did some research on the lining of your arteries. And your arteries, as you know, carry blood to your feet that are running, to your arms that are doing push-ups, to whatever athletic and or swimming, whatever you're doing. And so your arteries need to dilate in order to get more blood to your feet when you're playing soccer or more blood, you know, wherever it needs to go. And the capacity for your arteries to dilate is that is done by your endothelial cells when they can release nitric oxide. And what Dr. Vogel showed from university of Maryland, um, young um, I think they were college students ripping my rock. I mean, they're young, they were young, you know, not, not old folks who did this research. They would eat, ate a meal and then he tested the capacity of, the artery to dilate and the arteries of people who ate, you know, greasy, like uh, I think it was uh, hash browns and sausages and stuff. They, it took about 90 minutes for the arteries to regain the capacity to dilate. They really had a heart. They were almost restricted, almost like they were coated by this oil. Whereas people who ate um, a complex carbohydrate based meal, uh, their, their arteries had just whoom, could dilate. No problem. No problem. So that sluggish feeling, that heavy feeling, that not being able to kind of get going feeling as an athlete or actually someone who just wants blood flow to get to their limbs, get oil out of there. Yeah, the, the, I think the moral of that story is that, you know, one high fat uh, kind of meal uh, actually can inhibit, yeah, the, the vessels 
ability to dilate. So and the athlete to perform. Yeah. Yep. 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 I've yep. seen that, and that, and that uh, just to reinforce, that is immediately after the meal that happens. I mean, it's not not like that right. happens over the long term. That's right away. Right. Um. Okay. Good. So, so the second part of that question, though, is what? What's the best way to do it? And Rip, you and I in our last podcast, which which was a long time ago now, <laughs> it was three or four years ago. Um. We we had this discussion about that we tend to kind of promote at Domain Athlete uh, this small steps, gradual approach to habit change. Um. But actually, after our conversation, I kind of gained an appreciation or gained again an appreciation for this kind of, you know, massive action, go for it, push. Um, and now, I honestly, that conversation kind of was the beginning of me changing my uh, changing my tune a little bit. Not to say that small steps is, is the wrong way to go, but that yeah. under certain circumstances, you know, there a, a massive action type push might be the, the way to do it. And maybe maybe small steps can be the plan B if that fails. Um what, so I'm just getting, and because of course that, that came, your, your argument for that came from your experience with the engine two diet, where it was this 28 day thing. And you said people, yeah. when they just take that massive action all at once, that they get the results faster. And if you get those results within, you know, a week or two, because you've, you've made such drastic changes, then that's going to help you stick with it, um, for the duration and then, and then hopefully much longer. So is that your suggestion for someone who in this new year says, I'm, I'm going to finally find a way to give up oil would you say just just cut the cord and just go for it and just get rid of the oil in your house or would you say wean yourself off of it no well no (laughs) (laughs) i would definitely say do not wean yourself off of it yeah um i would tell people to um go to engine2.com go to start here uh that's in the navigational toolbar and then join our free engine 2 seven day rescue challenge we have twenty six thousand people on our private facebook group um, you get daily emails, um, recipe bowl uh, ideas. It's completely free. And uh, and do it. And you won't believe when you cut out the oil, when you cut out all the kind of the nonsense, the, the high fatty uh, plant-based foods, what can happen in just seven short days. And then you be the, the judge what you do on day eight, right? But my bet is you'll be forever changed and for sure you'll you'll be grossed out by by oil going forward, especially oil that you know, you're, you're, you're laying down for your stir fry, uh, or or anything like that. It's just like, yeah, it feels like sunscreen on your uh, food, like, uh, like just like melted chapstick all over your (laughs) body and face. That's a good visual. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It makes me hungry. Yeah. You get, you get, you you give a big commitment and you get a big change and you get a big hit of just endorphins and can do feeling there's nothing greater than changing yourself we can give advice till we're blue in the face but to change yourself is so powerful and but, it just yeah. takes a powerful but, commitment but matt what do you i mean like let's say you commit to this for seven days and you know obviously when i wrote engine two i thought it took 28 days to make any kind of significant change or internal biochem uh, changes in your in your internal biochemistry with your blood cholesterol levels but I was sorely mistaken. I mean, it's amazing how what you can do in just seven days. And so if seven days you were bring down your cholesterol 35 points, your LDL cholesterol 25 points, your blood pressure 10 over five, you lose seven pounds, you're like, oh my God. Whereas if you kind of like, you know, you you dance around it and you know, one week you're eliminating dairy, the next week you're eliminating oil. You just don't ever get the profound uh, synergistic effects that happen when you're all in. Got it. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I don't like that. That is the perspective that kind of yeah. that did. I you gave me a different appreciation for that perspective. Um, yeah, and I think it's a great way for people to to go for it. I, I where I'm still concerned, and not not to say I'm concerned people aren't going to last through your program, but with that in general, that approach, I worry about people who don't make it to day two because they're just they're just so used to failing at things, and you know they they make it a couple meals and then they just give up. Um, and, and I think that's that's where I I think that the combination is a great idea that you start with this massive action thing and if it doesn't work and you try it again and it's just not working then then maybe small steps is what you're left with and that's your that's your next plan. yes but 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 I but I would say that because of the way that Jane and I have structured the seven day rescue program mm-hmm. and it's all these no recipe uh, customizable build your build your own bowl based upon your own taste preferences. And uh, and you make up your own grocery list based on what based upon what you like. It it there's no there's very little time required. It is super duper economical. Uh, you know it's absolutely delicious. It's you know oatmeal and raspberries and chia seeds for breakfast. It's sweet potato with black beans and and uh, frozen roasted corn and uh, diced up. Okay. Well, obviously, yes. <laughs> and then in salsa on top, it's a pasta primavera uh, for dinner, or you know, a, a farro, a farro bowl with black beans and stuff. But it's just, it's crazy how simple this can be. So if you fail, it's only because you haven't read the material and you haven't planned a little bit ahead. Yeah, I think I think simplicity is uh, one of the great uh, qualities of of the engine two stuff. It, a lot of it is kind yeah. of assembling meals, not like being in the kitchen for a long time as a chef preparing, you know, it, it's putting things together yeah. into bowls and things like you said. And uh, I think yeah. that's, that's a, a wonderful asset for someone who is new yeah. at this to not have to invest a ton of energy and time into, yeah. into preparing the food. Yeah. And that's a difference between seven day rescue, for example, and the cookbook, like yeah. the cookbook, it's a lot of simple ingredients and everything, but it's, it is a cookbook, right? And we want people to kind of get back in their kitchens and, uh, and cook some of these amazing recipes that Jane uh, Jane and, and has put together here. It's like phenomenal, phenomenal. All right, love it. So um, <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, you know, which I kind of did with the oil question, that it's a new year. We think a lot about habit change and all that. When people are just extra motivation now, maybe an extra ability to make something stick, um, whether or not you believe in the whole New Year's phenomenon or not. I personally like it. I think it's I think it's a fun time and it makes me more excited to make changes. Um, and I was going to say, what's the best thing someone can do? But it sounds to me like your answer would be to go to that, uh, go to the seven day rescue, the, the opt-in and get the, get the free resources. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's great. And of course, uh, I, pick up the NG2 cookbook, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's great. And, and for all your listeners out there that just, you know, it's the new year, they want, uh, they want to kind of clean up their act, so to speak, even if, if they're eating plant-based. They want to eat really, really super duper clean plant based. Then, then give the the guidelines in the seven day uh, seven day program uh, a try. Um, yeah, it's you know it's a great way to reboot the the new year. Yeah. Um, sure. You both are very very positive, uh, high energy people. I like that. Do you? Do, is it is it just the food? Is that is that what does it? Or or uh... it's the rocket fuel called plants. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> are, are you you guys are you into the motivational? Uh, reading and speaking and all that kind of stuff or are you mostly just just no, uh, just that, 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 not never that category just, no. it's, it's education can do everyone can do it yeah good well i think it, you know what it's funny i mean uh you I mean you know matt i mean you, you it's 
um, when you're out there inspiring and motivating and, uh, and coaching and leading, um, uh, at times you have to kind of recharge and refuel and, you know, refuel. Um, I feel like I've been able to do that really since October, uh, when, you know, kind of my season came to an end, but now I'm gearing up. I mean, I'm going to be in Cleveland next week. I'm going on a almost six month long plant strong tour here. Uh, promoting all the amazing stuff that's going on in the uh, in the plant, you know, the, the whole food plant based space. Um, I'm going to be with Jane next week in in Cleveland, but uh, I'm going to be touring around to God probably 30 different cities here over the next six months, just uh, getting people all amped up because this is um, this is the direction that we need to move in as a species uh, if we want to, you know. Uh, take our health to the next level collectively and if we want to have a planet Earth uh, in 75 years. Yeah, 100% Matt, agree with Matt, you there. I want to speak to what Rip's, Rip's schedule is crazy and he speaks all nonstop. His voice goes by the end of each day. But the, what, <laughs> what, keeps him, what keeps him going, because I have been on uh, many a tour with him, is we eat we keep it clean. We don't, we don't fall. It's so easy to like, Oh, we're at this new whole foods and they have all this new stuff and it's all <laughs> okay. this little greasy tofu. Keep it clean and just commit to that. And every day rip swims or does some exercise of activity when he's in the middle of Chicago or, uh, you know, out there in, in Newark or wherever the heck he is. I know he's, he's found a place to swim or work out or exercise. Hmm. Um, and like I have my bathing suit on halfway here, because I'm on my way to the pool after this is we're done talking to you. Wow. Like we just have to dial it into each day intentionally because energy breeds energy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Jane, good point. You know, Matt, that is something that I, every day I try and do something like this morning I swam, uh, for about an hour with a master's program, but it totally, it, 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 it grounds me. It energizes me. Uh, and it, and it allows me to, you know, uh, just like let out all this, this, this energy that, you know, sometimes wouldn't come out if you didn't do something like, you know, go for a, a 15 mile bike or a 30 minute run or an hour swim. Exactly. Strange thing about energy is that the more you use, the more you seem to have. So I think uh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so the motivational true. speaking that I was looking for. So thank you. Energy breeds energy. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, what you guys have planned. Obviously there's the engine two cookbook. I'm assuming you can get that uh, at just about any bookstore or online. Um, correct me if I'm yep. wrong there. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good. Um, Rip, I know you're going to be in my neck of the woods kind of soon with plant stock and uh, the retreat you guys are doing over the summer. Can you talk about those things? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, for the last um, six years, we've had a, a event at our family farm called Plant Stock, but we have decided to move it to Asheville, mm. North Carolina. Well, really to the Black Mountains of North Carolina at the Blue Ridge Assembly, and it's going to be uh, August 17th, 18th, 19th. We're going to have an amazing uh, lineup of, of, of speakers. We um, will probably have 600 to 50 to 700 people uh, sign up. We already have 300 people signed up, and it is just, it is one big plant strong party. We have, you ever heard of Puddles? Uh, Puddles the Clown. He was on America's Got Talent this year. <laughs> I have not, but uh, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Well, for your listeners, look up Puddles. He is going to be, he's he's 100% plant strong. He's a huge Engine 2 follower. 
he's going to be our Friday night activity uh, <laughs> under the stars, and it is like not to be missed. Uh, we're going to be showing uh, the Game Changers, this epic documentary that's coming out in three months about world-class Olympians, uh, athletes, uh, world record holders, world strongmen that are all plant-based. James Cameron's the executive producer. Louis Sahoyas is the Oscar-winning uh, director. It's going to be amazing. And most of these talks will be TEDx style. So they're short and they're like powerful and uh, will keep people's attention. And then in, in uh, June, we're having a, a five-day medical immersion at the same location, uh, meaning that on the way in and on the, on the way out, we weigh people in, we do blood pressure, and we do a complete lipid panel so you can see what happens in this case in just five short days of eating this way. And we have all kinds of world-class lectures. Jane uh, will be there emceeing with me. Um, you know, we got my mom, we got my dad, we have Doug Lyle, we have uh, Michael Clapper. Uh, hopefully, if you're in town, you'll come visit Garth Davis. It's, it's epic. And we're hiking in the mountains. We're, um, we're swimming, we're doing chimney rock, uh, going on all these great adventures. So, um, anyway, that, those are the two things that are going on in your neck of the woods. Nice. And for people who want to find out more about this, do you have, uh, you have websites for this? Yeah. Or- just go to engine, engine and then click on events. Okay, good. Yeah. Sounds, sounds very cool. And Jane, I know you've got something as well with, uh, preventing reverse, reverse heart and autoimmune disease. Can you talk about that a minute? Yes. Um, annually, I, again, going back to me being the only girl in the family of all these boys, um, I sort of continue to fly my flag for women. Um, and just because, you know, they're, they really are sort of the, if you will, the caregivers and the caretakers of themselves, their families, our communities. And this is sort of a, a tip of the hat to them. I, every March, I host a one-day uh, conference called prevent and reverse heart disease, and this year, autoimmune disease for women. And it's at, I host it at the Cleveland Clinic Wellness Institute. It's a just beautiful location. And we have a amazing build your own bowl style lunch. And we've got goodie bags and we dance at every break. And actually the goodie bag is a grocery bag full of groceries, like go home, eat this, and here we go. Hmm. Um, and we have, um, a few little booths, not many booths. It's not very commercialized at all, but engine two is going to have a little booth there this year. And, um, our books are all available and it's just a ton of fun. And, you know, men are absolutely invited to join and it ends up being about 80% women and 20% men. So Matt, I want to officially invite you. (laughs) And you can go to to Cleveland. You can can go to janeesselston.com. Just my name.com. That's all the information is there. Awesome. Great. Well, it was a pleasure to have both of you on. Uh, very good to catch up with both of you as, as I just, you know, we've, we've, we've done a little bit of hanging out, but not, uh, not enough. And it's been a little while. So uh, great to talk to you both again. I absolutely love the work you're doing. I think your energy is tremendous. And uh, the message, of course, is one that we, we just can't hear enough. So um, check out the Engine 2 cookbook if you're listening to this. Uh, check out the 7 Day Rescue. Check out those events. And uh, just check out everything that, that Rip and Jane are up to. Guys, it was great Matt. to have you. Thanks, Thanks man. Mal. Hey, Matt. Matt, come back to Austin and play poker. <laughs> okay, I will. And I hope to see you over the summer in Asheville. We can make Absolutely. Poker Absolutely. Then. Thanks, All right. Matt. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.